0: Welcome, everyone, to Jimmy the Curious Coder. Today, we're actually going to talk about coding for a change. Now, this episode is going to be starting about this article, Google can likely detect when a blog post is written by AI. I really chose this one because I think it's a fascinating counterpoint to the narrative that's going on right now. People are so focused on ChatGPT and how it's going to change the world, right? We're thinking about this idea of generating content and, and how that might help us. Now what's interesting is there's another side of this, which is companies like Google who are trying to detect what is useful information. And this is gonna present a real problem for them, right? There's a lot talked about in terms of ChatGPT replacing Google, right? Where you can ask it questions and it can answer you like search. And if you wanna understand the problems there, talk. I'd really recommend the Prop G podcast, the AI hype cycle, cycle, episode 228. But what we're seeing, I, I think, is the wrong angle of things. We're thinking about how ChatGPT and these generative AIs can be useful to us, but we're not thinking about the second order effect, right? And this article really digs at one of the primary second order effects, which is that we're going to have a ton of content, explosion of content whether it be images or or text or even video or sound, right? And we're going to have to sift through that in some way, right? And we're going to take I think the problem of generated content on the internet and bring it up by an order of magnitude, right? We're gonna decrease the difficulty of generating content and thus we're gonna increase the amount. And this was already a problem, right? So I think what we're gonna end up with with is a real bifurcation here. We're gonna end up with an emphasis on like comfortable, authentic content with creators we love. And then we're gonna end up with commoditized content, you know, when we're asking a random question online or asking for a recipe i think that's going to get less and less valuable over time now what i think is going to happen here is we're going to start to label this bifurcation and this article really nicely talks about the second order effect because google's already on this they're already trying to detect what is this kind of authentic like homey comfortable voice that we're used to as a human and what is you know a more generic and artificial Kind of content generation what's that look like and what's surprising is they can already identify the difference and it'll be interesting to see if that changes over time If it gets harder to identify but i think what we're going to see slowly over time is kind of something like the organic food movement where authentic content gets kind of a label and it talks about how you know it's it's created in the home and and homemade like we're going to start to see some of these words Um, applied to writing, which I think is fascinating and really, really interesting. Now, that's interesting in and of itself. But I think the deeper and more lasting thing we're going to see here is almost a third order effect, right? So let's think about it. If, If you have... The first order effect being you have generative AI. You can make things much more easily. You can produce content at a really low cost. You're gonna have an explosion of content. You're gonna have this bifurcation, which is the second order kind of effect where we're gonna to start to label different kinds of content and Google's already doing this. The third order effect would be, how do you actually identify users, right? It's one thing to identify content, but how do you understand what's a bot and what is not? What's interesting about this problem is I think it's pretty well solved. The government solves it, right? When you go to um, submit your taxes to the IRS, or when you get paid via payroll, all of this is tied to your Social Security number, and that is a way of verifying your identity, right? The government has a stake in this. Banks have a stake in this. Um, You think of landlords. Learn how to do this. One that I'm most familiar with is actually sports betting companies. You're required to do this. Anything with an age limit is gonna require some type of identity verification, right? And even when you think about going to buy alcohol, you require an identity verification. Now, what's really interesting is so far, huge companies like Google, Facebook, and Twitter have largely avoided the idea of identity verification. They've claimed it's too hard of a problem when really it goes against their interests, right? Twitter, Facebook, and Google benefit from bots. They benefit from high amounts of content. Really they, it's a um, beauty of the scale of what they do is that the more content they have, the more money they make. And so they haven't been very motivated to handle identity verification while even a sports betting company that's super small, like the one I worked at, was required legally to do so. And there were really great solutions in place for it. And so what I think is really gonna be this third order effect is we're gonna see an explosion of know your customer or identity verification solutions coming out. And I don't want to say this as an original thought. This is actually Scott Galloway that's talked about this quite a bit, but I think it's an important one. And I think it leads to the really important question of who benefits from more verified content, right? And I think there's some interesting Answers here. I think traditional media players could. You can see the New York Times really start to make a comeback or the Atlantic or even newer platforms that really focus on authentic human voices. And I think you could argue podcasting growing really quickly has been, you know, uh, an outcome of this already. I think we've seen to some extent this computerization of information with google's dominance in seo right you know listicles and all that those are essentially already commodities that are just pumped out and we're going to see that trend accelerate further but what we're also going to see is this opposite trend which is i think how do you identify users i think one of the best ways to do it is to think about the physicality of identification right so Google and Facebook identify us digitally, right? They track us around the web, and they they watch what we do, and they sell that to advertisers, right? That's one model here, and that's not quite a precise identity verification. On the other side, think about how you verify your identity with other companies right now. For example, multi-factor authentication, um, two-factor authentication. You're talking about your text messages, your email, right? And I think. What it really comes down to though is devices, right? And so we think about who owns devices end to end. And largely I would say that's Apple. I think Meta has made an attempt here, but their weakness on privacy has made it a very difficult sell to consumers. So I think kind of to sum it all up, I think Apple is in a really great position in this whole generative AI situation because they own really great devices that can help you verify identity and really capitalize on this like authentic private self that I think we're going to crave more and more. And just as a last point, I I think it's really interesting here that we talk all the time about Google and their expertise in AI and we talk about OpenAI, but we fail to mention Apple. Now, I want to end with a little action step. Next time you are looking in your settings, open that settings app up, go to the Siri section and look at what Siri is doing with your applications, right? So Google and Facebook are indexing our relationships and our information, right? Online. Apple is actually indexing our user behavior on our phones, how different apps interact with each other. They are taking in tons of data and they're allowed to because they're super private, or at least they're perceived that way. And I think, Apple is actually really well positioned here quietly to take advantage of this generative AI surge via the second and third order effects. And someone like Google might take advantage of the first order effects. So let me know what you think and who else you think might benefit from this. Thank you.